0: Welcome back to The Vegan Pod and the first episode of 2024. I'm Maisie, the Media and PR Officer at The Vegan Society, and I'll be hosting today as we ask, is it difficult to cook vegan food? A common stereotype is that creating vegan meals is complicated and time consuming, but is there any truth to this? As we approach the end of Veganuary, many people who are new to veganism will be deciding whether to continue the lifestyle or return to their old ways. And for a lot of people, convenience and ease can be a huge factor in this. I'm absolutely delighted today to be joined by two fabulous content creators and recipe developers, Madeline Olivia and Johnny Murillo, AKA Johnny Meatless. These two have both been creating delicious vegan recipes for years, and I'm really excited to hear their thoughts on this subject and how we can make veganism seem straightforward and accessible to those who might think otherwise. Welcome both, and thank you so much for joining us today on The Vegan Pod.
1: Thank you for having us. Hello. Hi. Hi there.
0: We always begin on the pod by asking our guests about their own journey to veganism. I think it's really interesting to hear the different paths that people take to veganism. Some people approach it from, you know, a health aspect or they go straight in from the ethical point of view. So it's really interesting to hear how different people come to this lifestyle. Um, so Johnny, if you're happy for us to kick off with you, could you tell us a little bit about how and why you came to veganism?
1: Uh, so I was living in Australia. In two thousand and sixteen, and then as part of like protocol, if you want to extend your visa, you have to do uh three months of farm work. So I uh, worked on an avocado farm for three months, and then in between, I also did like a I worked on a chicken farm, and then the the farmer he literally said, all you have to do is catch chickens. And me being very naive, I was like, I can catch chickens, you know, they're not, they're like small little animals, I can catch them. And then when I got to the, when I got to the farm, it was, it was a bit different from that. It was basically uh, transferring, um, I'd say 6,000 chickens from one shed to another shed. And then um, you obviously had to, I had a trolley, I had to transfer from A to B and on the second the second shed there was like different like ages of how long they've been in the like i'd say the cages for so it was like one to two then three to four and then five to six months so obviously i have to walk past you know the older ones and then you can kind of see um i said to my friend i was like this is why people go vegan because well vegetarian because the state of this this farm is absolutely it's crazy and i'm like i can't even i think it really just affected me and I'm like, oh, oh wow. So, and then I think uh, time passed, and then I was like, oh, let me watch like a few documentaries, like you know, um, let me like open up my eyes a bit more. I think I watched um, what the health on Netflix, so I watched that, and then afterwards I, so I think I was like, oh my god, I I need to go vegan now. I need to, you know, my life needs to change. Um, so yeah, and then I tried to do it for a bit, um, and then my friend was like, oh, you can't. Be vegan for a week and I was like yeah I can and then me being very stubborn I was like okay and it's been a really long week since 2016 so <laughs> that's 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 my story so it's a bit of like wow. I worked on a chicken farm I said like, let me educate myself a bit more and then I was like okay let me let me let me try and do it because uh yeah
0: yeah it's just really interesting that you obviously had that direct experience of working on a chicken farm because for the majority of people the problem is that you kind of don't know where your food comes from so obviously you kind of saw what happens to these animals and then yeah obviously led you down this path and I do love the idea of being given a vegan challenge and being like no I can do it and then here you are all this time later and you're still still vegan so no that's fascinating thank you Um, very much what what about you I think I've heard that your vegan journey kind of started more from like a health aspect is that right
2: Kind of, yeah. I was um, at university in my last year, in 2014, and I unfortunately at the time I was dealing with an eating disorder and I saw lots of people on the internet sharing how veganism was like great for your health or a great diet to follow Mm. and I think I got sucked into it from that point of view and saw it as like a a diet fad essentially Mm. Um, and I started veganism with kind of a restrictive approach to it where I was following kind of extreme diets within veganism but I did go vegan pretty much overnight I was uh you know a heavy meat eater I ate meat at most most days and I did it overnight all of my family were like what this is mad like I don't understand what vegan is and I similarly watched some documentaries I watched I think Forks Over Knives, Cowspiracy and Earthlings And pretty immediately it became something that was no longer a diet. It was something that I was like, I had no idea that this was going on in the animal agriculture industry. I think that I'd closed my eyes off to it for a long time. And a lot of the stuff I genuinely just wasn't aware of. And the things with the environment, I think immediately I connected to because I'd always been mindful growing up of that. My parents were very mindful of the environment and sustainability. I already was someone who loved shopping secondhand and reducing my waste. So I think I found those other connections and pretty quickly just made that switch overnight. And I've been vegan ever since. And um, luckily my relationship with food has gotten so much better from learning to cook vegan food and just not following any restrictive diets within veganism and just enjoying just the incredible array of food that you you can eat on a vegan diet.
0: I do really remember like a time on the internet when the kind of raw food aspect of veganism was quite heavily pushed. And I think a lot of people did kind of start getting into veganism that way. And unfortunately, obviously, because of the restrictiveness around it, a lot of people didn't stick to it, which, you know, makes sense if that's kind of your view of veganism is that it's this restrictive diet and i think it's so fantastic obviously now you're in a place of abundance and you realize how fantastic vegan food can be and how you know you can embrace like a huge variety of foods and not just kind of a small segment of fruits and vegetables that you have to eat in a certain way so no really interesting thank you both for sharing your stories there um getting into our discussion topic i kind of wanted to know whether when you guys first went vegan um, or you were first interested in veganism, if you did think that the cooking of plant-based meals was going to be challenging, or if the idea of making vegan food intimidated you, if you thought it was going to be kind of time consuming or complex and where you think this kind of perception comes from for people.
2: Um, I think I'm the sort of person who loves a challenge. So I found it quite exciting. I'd always loved to cook. Um, my mum had always taught me to cook and I think, it was basically eye-opening to a whole new way of eating. There were so many vegan recipes online, there were so many content creators sharing this lifestyle and I was like wow like I've never made half of these things. I think it opened my eyes also to just different cuisines from all over the world and how there's so many different vegan vegetarian like meals that are vegan and vegetarian anyway that I'd never tried before. So I think I found it quite exciting and it Taught me to cook in a different way that I had cooked before. I think the perception comes from just the unknown. I think a lot of people have this preconception, like we're talking about, that veganism is restrictive, that you're having to cut so much out that it's impossible. And I think when you start to cook with plants more, you understand that actually there's so much more variety. And if anything, I cook way more variety now than I used to because. I'm trying new things all the time and I'm adding stuff to my plate rather than I guess sticking to the same I don't know recipes that you grew up eating I I feel like my um yeah my range of food that I eat now is is much bigger
0: yeah definitely I think that is the experience for a lot of people as well like you say perhaps you go into it with the perception that you might have to cut things out but the more you get into it you realize there's actually so much you can eat. And as you explore different recipes, perhaps you're trying new things quite often. Um, Johnny, was your experience similar? Obviously, if you came into it with that kind of mindset of I'm doing a a challenge, perhaps you're similar to Madeline in that you felt like you enjoyed the challenge of trying to make vegan meals and you kind of weren't intimidated by it or?
1: Well, when I was, I guess I was living in Australia at the time and I, there was, I think in Australia, there's already a, like a big audience of like being vegan and stuff like that, so I kind of was able to see like in a, in a, in this country that all of the dishes and everything that's like kind of open already and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, cool. So and then all of my friends know me that I love food regardless of anything. Like I'm, they used to call me the human like garbage can just because <laughs> I just consume all the food. And I guess like maybe ten years ago, I like I I, lo- I love little challenges, so. Ten years ago, I tried doing pescatarian, I tried doing like vegetarian, so I kind of had the knowledge and background of like, oh, you know, this works with this and this works with that, but it was a really um, different ball game when I became vegan. I was like, okay, this is, and then you just kind of had to look at the ingredients. I think I I started off very small. I was like eating like cans just to save money in Australia. Uh, like tofu like a, a bit of like plant-based options but yeah i think the misconceptions that i think once people i think people enjoy their food as of now so trying to like get someone to eat something that they're not usually acquainted with they're like oh like you know it's not going to taste nice so it's going to be a waste of money or if mm-hmm. they've had any had any previous experience with like vegan food about like, oh i don't i don't like it and i'm like well have you tried like something else like no since then so it's just like the the main idea is like okay once i've had it it's always going to be the same and then like i think everyone's like oh i need to have you know protein and like chicken and beef and all of that stuff and then they you know think oh if i eat like tofu or stuff like that i'm not going to consume that much and i'm gonna i think it's just always that idea and stuff that um Definitely. people yeah. won't be like, won't enjoy it and then it's just a, like a waste of money
0: yeah absolutely i think something that i think when you're when you're new to veganism that you do think is going to be like really complex and time consuming is checking labels when you're in the supermarket I don't know how you guys found this at the beginning, but I know, you know, nowadays it's so much easier for me to go into a supermarket and kind of skim read labels if I'm buying pre-packaged products and check that they're vegan and things are labeled a lot better now, you know, whether they're vegan or not a lot of the time. But I don't know if you guys have that experience as well. You know, going into the supermarket when you're kind of first doing those first few vegan shops and you're checking everything you buy, and that does take some time. But it's definitely something that gets like better over time. It gets a lot faster. Yeah. And you get to know obviously what you can eat uh, and what you can't eat.
1: I had a complete mare. Um. I think it's the first time I've really said it. I think when I first went vegan, I. I didn't really see the ingredients. I just saw like the may contain ingredient, like the may contain yeah. bit. So yeah. it said, oh, it may contain X, Y, and Z. And then I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't actually have it. And then I think I must've been watching a YouTuber, Brian Turner, like a yeah. fitness bodybuilder. And he was saying something and he's like, oh yeah, I always look at the ingredients. And I'm like, I don't actually read the ingredients. I just look at the <laughs> may contain. And then, I, and then I was like, oh my God. Yeah. was like... Yeah. I was like, wow, that's that's just that's, that's, that's the, that's the first L of trying to be vegan. I'm like, great.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Because <laughs> if you don't know, then, you know, you don't know, do you? And I think a lot of people do get confused by those may contain labels. And it says, you know, you're thinking, obviously, you're trying to avoid dairy, eggs, etc. And then if it says may contain those products, you're like, oh, I can't eat this. And you don't realize that it's an allergen warning. And obviously, that discounts like a huge amount of products in the supermarkets. So if you are looking out for those may contain labels. That is
1: very true. Yeah, but very yeah, true. it's
0: just one of those things, isn't it? That you, you kind of trial and error and you learn as you go along. And now, you know, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, I do know. I do know everyone. I do know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Playing devil's advocate a little bit. I just wanted to know if either of you think there are aspects of vegan cooking that you have found more challenging since you've become vegan or more time consuming.
2: I think uh, learning recipes can take time. I think that's probably the biggest challenge is like what we've talked about when you're when you're finding out a whole world of foods that you've not eaten before, like you mentioned about like things like tofu and stuff that are unfamiliar to some people, or the things that you're used to eating every week. I think that was probably the biggest challenge for me that there was just so much food I'd never eaten before, but I found that quite fun. I like new things. So I suppose it depends on who you are and whether you find yeah. kind of approaching that with a, Oh, this is really enjoyable and new and interesting or whether you're someone who prefers what you're used to. And I, I think probably with that in mind if you're going vegan then that's that's the approach you'd want to take so if you're someone who loves new things and try all the new stuff but if you're someone who's like I really don't like trying new things it makes me a bit like unsure then to I guess try making things vegan that are that are already the things that you eat um yeah. instead because that's probably the the hurdle that I imagine a lot of people experience with vegan cooking it's just it's just the unknown element of it as
0: I guess yeah I'm definitely a strong advocate of the fact that you don't need to kind of reinvent the wheel when you're transitioning to a vegan diet and you're making vegan meals you can look at kind of what you typically eat and then make small adaptations to turn those dishes vegan and then I think that makes it seem a lot more accessible to people because like you say it is really fun to explore and cook if you're that type of person but for a lot of people you know they have staple meals that they enjoy and the idea of kind of moving away from those is a little bit intimidating. Um, So no, you're absolutely right. I think you can just make sort of small changes and adaptations and really enjoy the foods that you were enjoying pre-vegan and hopefully that takes a little bit of the, yeah, sort of scare factor away for people, I suppose, of trying vegan food. One for you, Johnny. In terms of flavour and variety, do you think that vegan cooking offers as much diversity and excitement as traditional cooking with animal products?
1: Yeah, I feel like from my perspective, I always try to make my food as colourful as I can. And I think the flavour profiles of many dishes, is, I think, is more kind of enhanced using like plant-based products and stuff like that and as um your question before that was yeah. using because coming from a like southeast back, background like there's a lot of ingredients that has like fish and like meat and so trying to like find substitutes for um, that for that particular ingredient you may i don't know like instead of using fish sauce you might need to have a different type of ingredient and then it will just be like oh here you go and then yeah. And then when I like cook for others, other people, like I use different ingredients and I'm like, oh, how does it taste? This is so good. This like this is so good. And I'm like, oh, you just like this and that. And I'm like, mind blown. So I think just, yeah, just knowing that you are able to adapt the recipe, but you just have to kind of use different ingredients. And for me. I feel like my mind's more open to ingredients and everything else rather than when I used to eat meat. I was like, I'm going to stick with, I don't know, I'm going to stick with like a steak and then chips and stuff like that. Yeah. But like if I'm in a restaurant now, I can be like, oh my God, like there's like this and that, I can add this and that. And I'm like, then all of a sudden there's, there's more sides than than the actual dish. But yeah, I think it's um weird, uh, like plant-based cooking it does open your eyes more to what's out there and especially from like different countries that have such a range of ingredients and seasonings and then you know i'm just i'm just always my favorite place is the supermarket or just like another just another like place where i can buy food and i'm like wow this is that's so much this is so much and i'm like what else can i buy and you instead of buying spring onions you buy like 10 up 10 other items
0: yeah absolutely go in with thinking you got to buy one thing and come out with loads more definitely no I, th- I think it's something to bear in mind that i think people might find challenging i suppose if they have like you say like favorite recipes or perhaps recipes that are really close to them in their family or their culture that involve particular ingredients like you said you know for um, example, in fish. the last decade or so we have seen a real explosion in terms of the number of ready-made meat and dairy alternatives in the supermarkets you know we have a real abundance now compared to when I first went vegan, you know, eight or so years ago. Do you think that's made vegan cooking easier or do you think it's kind of potentially taking away from some of that stuff that we've discussed, you know, where you're really exploring new recipes and things and getting used to cooking in a different way?
2: Yeah, I think it definitely makes it easier sure because like you say when I first went vegan there weren't I don't remember there really being meat alternatives I think there was Linda McCartney sausages and I think there was one vegan cheese but it didn't taste good at all and now like you say you can go in and you can you can buy everything so you can get vegan sausages chicken burgers literally everything that you would cook with usually you can get vegan now which is amazing if you're first going vegan to just make those swaps straight away to make it very convenient day-to-day with cooking The things that you're used to cooking, if you're making a spaghetti bolognese, you can just throw in some vegan mints. If you're making vegan mac and cheese, you can just use a vegan cheese. It's definitely so much easier. And I really encourage people to definitely use those ingredients for sure. I definitely think I have fallen into the habit, maybe in times when I'm busier to just use those items a lot and i personally find it kind of upsets my stomach a bit if i have too much of the the vegan alternatives every day so i think it's a balance of cooking from scratch making the foods that you know make you feel good experimenting with new recipes but then also using um vegan alternatives when it makes sense for you and when it's convenient when it's easy because it's it's just way more fun and relatable especially also if you're out with your friends and family it's nice to be able to enjoy a vegan burger or you know cook at someone else's house and just have those alternatives available um it just yeah it just makes makes cooking a lot easier and less
0: less of a a burden I guess on on a day-to-day basis definitely I think that's a really good point in terms of you know going to other people's houses for dinner or going out for meals it definitely makes veganism seem a lot more accessible and I think you know, those around you who aren't vegan have have an easier time of kind of understanding how to use like meat replacements, et cetera, rather than kind of making a whole new dish. Johnny, did you have anything to add on that point yourself? Are you a fan of those kind of meat meat and dairy replacements in the supermarket?
1: I think in the beginning of, oh I guess in the beginning of having my account, it was just like, it was very useful and it's still very useful to have all of the products like we have now in a range of amazing products out there and I guess when I I don't know during the summer a lot of my friends were having friends and family were having a lot of barbecues and they're like oh what can like what can I buy you and I'm just like oh you can just go to like your local supermarket there is something rather than if I was if it was me I'll be like oh yeah like rather than me me saying oh yeah if you like get like tofu and you like squish it together put like seasonings and stuff like that and then it just makes and then they're like what and then I'm like, OK, look, just go, just go to the supermarket, just buy like X, Y and Z. And it just makes it more convenient for people. And then I guess when I give advice to people like, oh, how can I be vegan? I'm like, well, you know, it's it's um, like, don't rush it. Replace one meal a day with like a meat alternative and you can easily go to any supermarket. If you're happy with that, go with twice, go like with a day and then do like a week, see how you feel. But then also on my Instagram, I try and show as much um, just because I know there's a wide variety of like other ingredients in the world and like they don't want, they won't have this particular meat alternative. So I suggest, oh, you know, you can just use tofu if you just go to any Asian store. you will be like, this is, this is what you can get. So in the beginning of my page, it used to be like very heavy meat alternative focus um, just for the convenience of everyone. But then as soon as accounts started growing and then. Like America starts showing and Australia, and I'm like, well, at least if I just buy a conventional tofu, I can make I can make dishes, and then I then I just always say there are there are many like alternatives out there as a protein. If you don't want to use tofu, there's tempeh, there's there's a chicken, there's a beef, and I think it's just the convenience of people starting off with, and like yeah. just replace it, and then when they get a bit more confident, then they can start using just the um, tofu tempeh legumes and stuff like that just so they can get used to the dishes that they're eating
0: i think like you've both said it is it is a really good swap um, when you're kind of not used to vegan food and it makes things really straightforward because you can kind of swap out like for like a lot of the time uh, i suppose one factor is that like you said johnny not everyone has access to those those meat alternatives all the time so we don't necessarily want to push them all the time because we want everyone to know that you know veganism is accessible and it can be easy regardless of whether you have access to those alternatives or whether you can afford those alternatives for example but yeah they can definitely be helpful I think we have we've touched on this a little bit um about how you know when people first go vegan they might be concerned that they're going to miss out on some of their favorite foods um i just wanted to know from both of you if there was any specific non-vegan dishes of yours that you used to love when you weren't vegan and that you're like absolute favorites that you found surprisingly easy to veganize now that you've gone vegan
2: one that i make pretty much every week is my 10 minute mac and cheese this is in my new cookbook as well make it vegan but i've made that i feel like i don't even remember when i first made this recipe, but it's definitely been like years and years and years when I first went vegan. Um, it's made with cashews and nutritional yeast and just lots of seasoning. And it's very easy. I think you don't have to buy vegan cheese. Like you said, It's it's some people can't have access to that. Yeah. Um, so I think that back, back when I first developed the recipe, I was like, it was because I couldn't find a nice vegan cheese. actually find it just tastes better actually so you just blend the cashews up with uh nutritional yeast and things like mustard and paprika and turmeric for that lovely yellow color and it's such a comfort food for me now i have it all the time and i'll serve it with some roasted broccoli or some vegan bacon or or some caramelized onions and yeah that's one that's very easy because it literally takes 10 minutes
0: I love that mac and cheese is a really good one because obviously like that's that's a dish isn't it that you think that you do think like when when you're a non-vegan you know how am I going to enjoy all these kind of like indulgent like creamy foods and you know you actually can and like you say like you don't even necessarily need to use vegan replacements you can use nuts and things like that and they're giving you you know typically they give you quite a lot more nutritional value than those kind of like vegan cheeses and stuff so no that's a really good one what about you Johnny
1: I feel like it's just, uh, it's just always the case of, I, but but also I do love mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is like literally (laughs) my favorite thing. So like, like it is one of my favorite. I think it's just um, adding more Southeast Asian food and stuff like that. And I guess like I go to the Asian supermarket every day and I'm like, what can I buy today? I think Asian supermarkets are the best place for plant-based options, things that I didn't even know was already like vegan or vegan friendly it's it's there and i'm like i just buying tofu and sticks and stuff yeah. like that is is always good but i think the other day i made um cottage pie and i just like use lentils and mushrooms and people always use it like use uh beef and oh, beef alternative but having like lentils and mushrooms adds a bit more nutritional value and then they just like Definitely. you can just Add heaps of other like just essentially all of the ingredients and I'm like, Oh my god, this is tastes so good and it's just like comfort. It's just like like mac and cheese, just comfort. Absolutely, yeah. Comfort.
0: Yeah. When you're when you're not vegan, it's really those comfort foods that you think I'm gonna I'm not gonna be able to kind of eat these kinds of things. So it is yeah. it's really good to to know that we can enjoy them as vegans. And I think like you say, with the cottage pie and things, um, you don't need those meat replacements. You get that that great umami meaty flavor from using like mushrooms and miso and things like that. Really good, really good suggestions there. Um, I was wondering if either of you had any dishes that you actually found easier to make in a vegan version than you did as a non-vegan version. For me, I'm really into baking. And I find it so easy to make vegan sponge cakes because you don't have to kind of like cream, you know, the butter and go through all the different stages. For the recipe I use, literally just a case of flour, sugar, raising agent, oil and milk in a bowl, mix it up, put it in the oven and it's done. And so I found that like a really easy swap. Um, So I was wondering if you guys had any any dishes that you found easier to make.
2: I think that just not working with meat. (laughs) Yeah. Because you don't have to worry about like cross-contamination and whether things are cooked so things like a stir fry if you're making like a chicken stir fry there's a bit more like consciousness you have to cook that beforehand to make sure it's cooked through Whereas if you're using tofu you can just chuck it in and you know it's i just find that process of not having to worry about whether things are cooked properly the same with things like um like i love a beetroot mushroom wellington i've got um, a recipe for that and that is something again that you don't really have to think about whether the 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 meat is like cooked properly or done in a certain way it just I find it is a lot more relaxing with vegan cooking because vegetables I just think that they're easier to make taste delicious I feel like and it's also not something you have to worry about if it's um yeah if it's cross-contaminated or if you touch this or touch that makes the kitchen just feel a bit calmer
0: Definitely. No, that's something that I actually haven't really given that much consideration to. I think that's a really great answer in terms of, yeah, how much more straightforward vegan cooking can be. Um, and yeah, it just removes that worry. What about you, Johnny?
1: Like you, baking. I was baking like a brownie with my friend the other day, and we were like, it's so much easier. We use flax, flax eggs rather than like eggs. It was just so much. Easier. I was like, oh, this is grand. I'd even say like just cooking a christmas dinner because yeah. <laughs> you know like you have to obviously um like you have to put the the meat in the in the oven for like x y and z and then you will you can easily make like i don't know a wellington a beetroot wellington if you'd yeah. like <laughs> um or you can just get like if not you can just go to um your local supermarket and i'm sure there'll be like a meat meat free option and then you can kind of just enhance all of the like all of the side dishes i think the side dishes makes Makes the Christmas dinner from um Definitely. mac and cheese to like you know red cabbage to the uh, Brussels sprouts and all of that, and it's just it's just yeah I think it just makes life a bit more easy, and then you can just kind of watch Christmas films. I know it was, that was like a few weeks ago, <laughs> but still, yeah, <laughs>
0: which is what everyone needs to be spending their time doing rather than in the kitchen. Exactly, um, Madeline. I was quite interested to know. I know you're quite passionate about you know the environmental and sustainability aspects of a vegan lifestyle. And I just wanted to know whether that influences your approach to cooking and whether you think that adds any complexity to the process or whether you find it just quite naturally, you know works into your into your choices in the kitchen.
2: Yeah, I really I do try and um like reduce my food footprint, I suppose, in lots of different ways. So whether that's trying to shop organic when I'm when I can, trying to shop locally, like going to farm shops, trying to reduce plastic packaging trying to you know, make sure I understand where the foods come from, eating seasonally, like those things are always on my mind. But I also, on my channel, I always try and emphasize that that is not something that you have to do. Uh, I very openly share that I use plastic, that I shop in supermarkets, I eat food out of season, I think that it, it is another added complexity because it isn't it, it takes the extra time and effort to meal plan to, to even like things like growing your own vegetables or eating within the seasons, even when it's my job to do do food and stuff. I still find that uh, a time consuming thing. So yeah. I suppose my focus is always cooking from scratch and making vegan food first and foremost and I think that then as time goes on you probably naturally will start to understand the environmental impacts of food and thinking about things like plastic and stuff so it's kind of in terms of like the impact I feel like veganism and then it's other things can kind of fall underneath it and start to become something that you consider. I really enjoy the process though actually because I think it's something that more of us Should think about because we're always so busy and we're focused on convenience and we're focused on can I just grab this quickly and just go to the next thing? And I find the process of cooking and cooking from scratch, shopping locally, all these things so much more mindful and kind of focused on like slow lifestyles and bringing you back down to earth and not kind of getting into this rat race of everything has to be rushed, everything has to be quick. So I actually find it quite an enjoyable part of this lifestyle that it brings you back down to a a point of appreciating food and knowing where it's come from. And I guess valuing that and not just, yeah, not just kind of getting wrapped up in the convenience of everything all the time, which is, it happens. I get very busy and obviously eat convenience food all the time anyway, but yeah, it's something that I'm definitely
0: mindful of and have become more mindful of over time. That's a great answer. I think for those people who are new to veganism, like you've said, it is really worth bearing in mind to kind of take things one step at a time and different layers come sort of as you you know have been vegan for longer and you understand different areas of you know veganism and sustainability a bit more and yeah for those who are kind of just starting out on their vegan journey just doing the veganism bit in and of itself is great and if you are kind of wanting to make those sustainable changes you can kind of add them in as and when that feels right for you
1: yeah that's I would say the same just one step at a time and stuff like that. For like when people believe that they want to change their habits, I think a lot of people will automatically um, compare themselves to like other people. Oh, I have to, I have to do this, I have to do that. I have to start like shopping like organically and reduce plastic and stuff like that. I feel like if you slowly but surely do what do what you can, what's the the best of your ability, Absolutely. um, it's it's a it's a great step to getting there but don't like obviously rush it i i try my best i live next to paul bella road so i just love going shopping like down there and just but trying to buy from like um locals like the organic markets and stuff like that um fresh produce but sometimes you know like it's, it's not there it's not like available so like I have to just buy the ingredients from like supermarkets it's 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 always hard not to but it's just like okay like it's, it's 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 one step at a time and stuff like that
2: no one's perfect either I think if anyone on the internet is sharing a perfect version of sustainability or veganism it's it is a facade and it is a kind of yeah. um, it is an unrealistic and unattainable goal and I, I think there's a lot of pressure as well and I think that the pressure needs to be released a bit that like you say, you can do your best, but that's all you can do. And everyone comes from such a different point of view and a different life. Um, and their day to days are different. So you can only do what you're you're able to do. And it's not worth becoming overwhelmed because then it doesn't it ends up not being sustainable because you can't keep it up.
0: Yeah. I think it is really easy to look at of images online and different accounts online and and you see kind of an idealized version of you know like an ethical sustainable vegan lifestyle and you think oh I, i really want to achieve that and like you say behind the scenes often everything isn't that straightforward and easy and yeah we can only do our best at any given time just to kind of start rounding off a little bit um I really want to know what your favorite quick and easy vegan recipes are that you think listeners can try at home regardless of their cooking experience so what are some of your kind of go-tos that if someone came to you and was like I've just given Veganuary a go or I'm interested in starting veganism you'd say here are these recipes that I think you should try
1: like, when I'm, like, really, really hungry, I honestly just make, like, fried rice. Um, I think it's, like, quintessentially such an easy thing to make. Like, you can buy frozen veg. You can then just, obviously, go, like, over, just make rice or whatever. Um, You can even just get a packet and afterwards um, just... Yeah. And if you don't want to, if you don't want to, if you don't want to make, if you don't want to make fried rice, just, just switch it to noodles and you got to stir fry. There are so many like plant-based options and stuff like that. People can automatically use tofu. If not, there's like tons of like seasoned tofu already. Or if not, there's already like plant-based chickens and just chuck it. It's, it's literally just adding soy sauce and salt, vinegar, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and then they, there you go. That's it. That's like, and then, and then people are like, oh, that's 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 so easy. And I'm like, yeah, it's it, it literally is. Like when I'm so hungry, I literally just make fried rice, or if not a stir fry, and if not, I'll just try my best and make ramen look really tasty through a packet. <laughs> and that's it. Just like remo- just remove some of the seasonings that might have like you know, um, chicken and beef and stuff like that. And then like Bob Bob's your uncle. And then I'm I'm trying to create like a easier like series where people just make I don't know like peanut butter noodles and then it's just that it's just peanut butter and then just like soy sauce and etc cetera, et cetera. but that's what I try and do I'm like here you go this is I'm, I'm Filipino I'm, I'm from <laughs> Southeast, Southeast Asia just it's really easy I think like no one I think Everyone loves Asian food, so that's always a good bonus.
0: Absolutely, yeah, no, that's definitely, definitely my go-to um, when I'm hungry and want to make something quickly is a stir fry. I think that's a really nice, accessible option for people. Uh, Madeline, what about you? Are there any any nice recipes from your your new book that um, that mac and cheese. Can try? <laughs> yes, the mac and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna,
1: well, I'm gonna, I'm good. gonna get, I'm gonna look at your find gonna buy your book, and make the mac and cheese, uh. and then send it to you. And I'm yeah. gonna look, I made it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I was going to say stir fry as well. I love stir fry. I've got a 15 minute stir fry in the cookbook. Um, but also there's a recipe in there called protein pepper pasta, um, which has, you know, the peppers that you buy in the jars. Yeah. Peppers, so it's really convenient. And you blend it up with butter beans and silken and tofu just for that added protein. Because I know that's something that people worry about when going vegan. And it means it's very filling and it's very easy. You just blend it up um and have it with pasta and I feel like pasta is just always an easy one and there are so mm, many pasta. sauces that you can make easily vegan so I have a whole section in my cookbook for quick pa-
1: pasta is honestly life it pasta and pasta noodles
0: <laughs> yes pasta noodles all you need no, that sounds <laughs> That's amazing it. that that um pepper recipe yeah I love the idea of of blending those extra ingredients into pasta sauces. I've seen it a few times with like silk and tofu and stuff. And just to give that extra protein, extra nutritional hit. And it is so easy, like you said. Mm-hmm. like just Make them really creamy as well. Yeah, no, amazing. Just to Ooh. finish off, um, do either of you have a tip or a trick that you would recommend to someone to help them save time when they're cooking or if they're new to veganism and um, how to make things as easy as possible when it comes to making vegan meals? If
1: honestly, you say that, whatever whatever dish you like there's always an alternative for that um using the presence of social media if you literally just type in vegan whatever dish you want to do like I'm pretty sure you can find heaps um from mine and Madeline's pages and everyone else's (laughs) um of just of dishes and like it's I think with social media it's just just so easy to like like you can go to supermarket okay I want to make I want to make a vegan stir fry and you're like, okay. And then when they think about it, it's just like, oh, it's literally what I use anyway. I just replace what I normally buy and stuff like that from the meat to the to the, the vegan options. But i just honestly say it's, you can obviously always find a recipe online on either of our pages. Um, <laughs> but yeah, also, and also just following people that like you, you want to like learn from, I, I'd say that
0: yeah I I mean I follow loads of food accounts and I just think that like constant inspiration and saving recipes on social media means you always have something to to refer back to um when you are hungry or when you're meal planning or whatever and yeah if you have a constant source of like inspiration and, and and recipes accessible to you then it is really easy to kind of get to grips with the different meals you can make I suppose
2: 100% I agree I think probably one of my top tips would be to stock up your pantry with the essential things that are going to help you to cook from scratch at home. Um, so things like having all the spices that you need, getting all the basic spices stocked up, um, having your freezer with, with stocked with things that, that you're going to cook with, and just having that sort of rotation in your cupboard where you've got all the things that you need. So. If you're having one of those days where you're like, I just don't know what to cook. You can easily go into the cupboard. You've got spices, you've got onion, you've got um, nutritional yeast. um, The things that I guess come up regularly in vegan cooking. Yeah. uh, And you're able to just to whip something together quickly. I always have garlic, lemons, nutritional yeast, you know, all the grains, that kind of stuff. So that if it's on one of those days where I've got some vegetables left over, I know that I can cook something easily and quickly and building that up is really helpful.
0: that's a fantastic tip, especially um if you are new to veganism and you know you're you're sort of trying to stick at it or you want to keep going but it is still quite fresh to you if you do have all those ingredients stocked in your pantry you're much less likely to slip up or feel like you want to revert back to a non-vegan meal because you already have those foods accessible to you in your home fantastic point to finish off on i think um so thank you so much johnny and madeline for joining us on the first vegan pod episode of 2024 it's been a real pleasure to chat with you and you have definitely given me some inspiration when it comes to easy vegan cooking i will definitely be making that mac and cheese (laughs) (laughs) me too me
1: too i'm making it as well (laughs)
0: <laughs> we're all making the vegan mac and we're cheese we're gonna make it i'm
1: gonna send it to him look i made your mac and cheese <laughs> easy
0: i hope those of you listening um, feel equally inspired and if you're new to veganism i really hope that it's helped you see just how simple vegan cooking can be as always let us know your thoughts in all the usual places find us on x at vegan society on instagram at the original vegan society or on facebook if you do want to hear more from Maddie and Johnny and have a browse of their amazing recipes, Johnny can be found on socials at Johnny Meatless and Madeline can be found at Madeline Olivia and her new cookbook make it vegan is available to purchase now so definitely get on that Um, and we can all try the mac and cheese recipe together let's go
1: team mac and cheese
0: (laughs) we'll be back for another episode next month so don't forget to subscribe on whichever platform you're listening on so that you don't miss out thank you so much for listening and thank you madeline and johnny for joining us thank you
1: thank you very much